This is The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Many a tear has to fall, but it's all in the game. Oh, 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 oh man. Oh boy. Does that bring me back? I'm Tommy Edwards, R.I.P., by the way. He died at age 47. God bless him. But before he did, he left the world with that gem. And and we're harking back to last week's Three Facts Jack. And, and that song, believe it or not, the music to that song was written by a 1920s U.S. vice president under Calvin Coolidge. What were the odds of that? That that, that music by uh, an, an old-timey vice president that nobody's ever heard of would lead to that gem of a song by Tommy Edwards. And um, that makes you happy. You know, it, <laughs> it, 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 it makes me almost as happy as reporting the results of last week's poll that we ran, which validated the power and popularity of both dad jokes and three facts. Jack both won their polls with a resounding 75%. That's cr- what a landslide. You can't get 75. 75- I could we could have a poll that said, are you uh, in favor of, you know, happiness and uh, and good wishes? And it wouldn't get 75 percent. That would get so, 70. Put that up too. I put that poll I, up too, would. Yeti. Well, like no when the, <laughs> next, like when this episode comes out, put up that poll. I guarantee you that beats 75 percent. Zagak, Jack. No, it wouldn't be 75 percent. But uh, but anyway, I just wanted to. That's my way of thanking you listeners for liking Three Facts Jack and Dad Jokes, which uh, may or may not uh, reprise themselves later in this week's episode hey that kind of thing so i'm a bullion i'm happy about that not worried we got, got our party, we got our party hats on we got our party hats on I'm, I'm actually not wearing a hat but and i'm looking around i don't have a party <laughs> hat in view or else i would i would put it on right now but uh this is an exciting episode because at some point later in the episode we have new music it's the debut of yeti's new song which graciously features a cameo appearance by me the song is called Morning Man, not morning, but Morning Man with an apostrophe. Music. And it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful, it's an oral wonder. And so we can't wait to uh, bring that uh, to Did you, you later today. Did you say an oral wonder? Uh, oral, folks. He said oral. Uh, oh. <laughs> yes. A-U-R-A-L. <laughs> okay. More of an eargasm, but you A-U-R. <laughs> A-U- it is... It, it is hard to enunciate that word and and make it a u r a l as opposed to o r a l. Oral versus oral, I guess, would be the way to do it, <laughs> baby. Which do you prefer? Put it on the poll. <laughs> you know what? It could you be either. I guess oral or oral. <laughs> it's also an oral delight if you catch my drift. Da 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 da. Bam. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna let him sit in that one. <laughs> Friend of the show, Mina Kimes of ESPN is pregnant. Transition. And I could not be happier. I had no idea until I saw that photo of her at the ESPYs with an obvious baby bump. Her hand on the baby bump photo captioned, I brought a guest. I thought that was so sweet. Uh, Best wishes to Mina. And listen here, uh, I want the baby to be a guest on our show. Oh, a week we after it's born. <laughs> no, no, I, I want the Greg Cody show to premiere. The uh, and, and by the way, I'm not sure when the due date is, but whenever it is, we're going to be honored 
to welcome into the world baby Greg Kimes. <laughs> I can't believe but, Mina is naming the baby. Sorry, up? Yeti, not after you, but after me. How about that? You just brought Mina's pregnancy up just to make the joke of the baby coming on the podcast and Greg Kimes. Greg Kimes, what a <laughs> great name. All classic. Are you actually congratulating Mina or is this all just a, a chance to get your jokes off? No, I am. The, the jokes were important to me, but the, the first thing I did was sincerely congratulate Mina. Uh, it's it's wonderful. I'm, I'm glad she's pregnant. She's going to uh, discover that uh, parenthood is the is the greatest gift in the world. And uh, and I'm, I'm happy for her. I hope she doesn't take a lot of time off because ESPN will miss her. She's so great on football, one of the, the premier football minds in America, but she deserves whatever time off she takes. And congratulations to Mina. How about that? That kind of thing. I find myself getting inordinately yeah. excited when people that I don't even know Mina, you know, I've met her twice on the pod, but when, when they are announce a baby, I get right. I find it like, I, I'm very aware. It's weird. The, how excited I will get, but I, I do, it's, but especially the people that are close to me, but I get like really, really dumb levels of happy i i feel like it i get a normal amount of happy <laughs> like oh that's nice is that i'm just like yep that's nice <laughs> i told my wife about it and she's like okay <laughs> oh wow i do it when people get engaged too though i get all weird and <laughs> really oh god okay <laughs> to me an engagement uh is like no big deal because you know they may call it off you know they, they, <laughs> bfd they engaged ain't married <laughs> engaged ain't married come on now but uh, but in the case of Mina, um, she her, her career is is a freight train. I mean, she's she's has a great career in in the prime of her career. I think she's what in her early thirties or something, if I had to guess. So b- between her career, I think she's around Chris's age, maybe a year or two younger. Yeah. So between her age and her career, I had no idea that she wanted to get pregnant and have a family. It was a it was a surprise, a delightful should- surprise. Good for you, Mina. That was my attitude. Why you agree? Look at Christopher. He is he's literally I mean, what does that look on your face? You're just so weird. What? You're like, this is this is really nice. I'm just I don't know. You're just how old's Mina? I, whatever she is. I didn't know <laughs> that she's she didn't doing tell the grandpa me. talk. That he is the like this is official grandpa discussion. She didn't tell yeah, me how old's it? Mina. Is she old enough to have a kid? Ah, oh, that's good for her. I'm really <laughs> happy. No, no, whatever. I mean I'm I'm ebullient. <laughs> I, I am a boy. I'm very Chickeny particularly bullion. since it's, it's going to be Greg Kimes is uh, is is extra special. What I just love light? that you it's had on your little docket of topics Mina Kimes pregnancy, and this is you tackling it. We're tackling it. You're happy. Thank you. We have our party hats on. Congrats, Mina, from the Greg Cody Show. Okay, but but please know the congratulations are most sincere. Jokes jokes aside. And and I uh, I'm I'm kidding. The the baby may or may not be named Greg Kimes. Greg I don't even Kimes know if, would uh, be a good name. I'm I'm with you on that, Dad. Thank you. Sounds like a pitcher. It you know does. what? It is a professional athlete's name. And and I'm not against Gregory Kimes either. So whatever they prefer, Greg Kimes, Gregory Kimes, we're gonna leave it up to them. Oh, it's on them. Okay, good. It, yeah, we're gonna <laughs> leave that up to them, even though obviously Gregory uh, Kimes is an author. Really? There's a famous Gregory Kimes? No, no, I'm just oh, saying he- that's an author's name. Oh, and I was going to say, let's get him on the show and see uh, if he wants to be on the the episode where we have one week old Greg Kimes on the episode. That'd be kind of neat to have two people named Greg Kimes. Future author of the of the Kimes Times. <laughs> That's right. 
By the way, when I was uh, a child, Here I don't know go. if I ever mentioned this before, I published the Cody uh, News. Is that where Adler's Drugs paces Cody or whatever it was? <laughs> Adler's is that, no, that, listen. Is that where the headline was? <laughs> Only in this. <laughs> oh, believe me, when that happened, I guarantee you that was the main headline on the Cody News. But you the said Cody it made, News. Is that the only newspaper that made, is what we're asking? That was the first writing I did. Uh, and I would also actually call it the first professional writing I did because I did take like uh, 25 cents an issue from from my loved ones. I published <laughs> about five copies a week. We actually had a subscriber in Vietnam because my cousin Georgie was a um, helicopter pilot in Vietnam in, in the time at the time. And the Cody News was sent. I, I don't know if he ever got it. And it was probably three weeks late. <laughs> but I actually did send the Cody Times to my cousin in Vietnam. Um, but I, I should look those. I've got those around the house somewhere. I was going to ask if you had any sitting in the garage. Yeah. And they're typed on my Royal typewriter. It, it's like a little five or six word headline and then a little paragraph. And to read them today, something that I wrote like 50, 60 years ago, 55 years ago is hilarious. Well, now read. you have to do this on the show, but you totally blew past, blew past Chris's joke. And question: What is, was it? Does this whole Adler's drug, Cody's slam paces drugs? Do, did that only exist in the Cody news? You've built that up <laughs> like that was a real headline somewhere, and now we're thinking that that was only a headline in the Cody news. You know, somewhere in this house, somewhere in a closet, in a in a in a folder buried beneath a bunch of shit, is is that headline from the Hollywood Sun Tatler. Okay, and so the headline is newspaper. Cody's Slam Paces Drugs. It only took you four minutes to answer my question, but thank you very much. <laughs> I actually had the okay, real, so, remember my cutout of Cody Shines and Shootout? When, remember we won no. that, like the, uh, the the roller hockey I do, but championship? The, and I was, what, what paper was that in? We ha I have it like in my, somewhere like you, buried somewhere. I have this little tiny thing from like the Miami Herald, like 7D. Cody shines and shootout. Cody shines shoes. Well, no, Cody shines and shootout. That's that's funny. Just, All right, I'm just gonna let him sit on that too. <laughs> he has no, found this I don't, an inordinate amount of funny. I don't remember that headline, but I do remember you were a pretty good roller hockey goalie. Yep, I do remember that. I didn't wear a um, cup, and in one of the <laughs> shootout, in one of the one of the shootouts, I stopped with my balls, and it it hurt, but I was worth it. Is that right? Yep. Wow. Okay. Uh, did you uh, wince and, and exclaim in pain or no? Uh, afterwards. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. And, but not during. Okay. That's weird. We're going to get to uh, Morning Man, the new song soon, because it's, it's, a, it's great. Uh, tease it, Yeti. How would you describe the song? So the, uh, I was hanging out with Andrew Streeter back at, when we were at Moss, and he heard this style of music, and he described it as humpy. And so I felt it was very fitting for uh, for this. And okay. and uh, when I was trying to fill out things on Spotify, it gave um, gave me a few different options for topics that I could or that or not topics, but like <laughs> feel or or emotions in the music or whatever. And I put I put like energetic, and it also just gave up the the option for sexy. So yeah, there we go. Well, All right. <laughs> let's just hear okay. it i want to hear it let's play it should we do it now yeah sure let's set the stage a few a, a month ago on the levitard show you gave us a rev revelation because you've always referred to sex as nocturnal meanderings which dan has always given you jokes about right 
He has referred to them before as nocturnal meanderings. This yes, was 25 years ago, and I said to him, you know, people Thank do you, have man. sex during the day, and it seemed like a revelation to him. <laughs> like it's something he hadn't considered. Whoa, 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 whoa. That man is a primetime player. You think he's doing matinee sex? He ain't fooling with no matinee sex. You have him staying up past 630? <laughs> Put it on the poll, please. At Levitard Show is... Greg Cody doing matinee sex. I'll go one further. One of my two kids, and I won't say which one, was conceived in the morning time. How about that? Wow. It's not one further. It's just daytime. I know. I'm a, not... I used to be a morning man. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. The best part of waking up. Enough. Greg Cody in your cup. Oh, thank you, Dominique. That's great. So when you said you used to be a morning man, I'm like, well, there's the next song, folks. So let's roll. I like it. the only thing that would rise before 7 a.m. Hill Schmills, take your medicine back, Jack. I like it au natural. The mornings were once my domain, but as I've gotten older, I've learned that the nighttime is the right time. Baby! And you know it.
dude, that's really good. That is <laughs> wow. so good. I, I love <laughs> the lyric. <laughs> I'm that much older guy. So yeah, now confident. that I'm an older guy, less confident less, in the light. Less saving, confident in the light is just saving hilarious. all my meanderings and I'm taking them to the night. Uh, <laughs> and now that I'm just great. imagining you actually saying, and you know it, in the bedroom. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> and you know it. When Jane heard the second <laughs> verse about uh, taking it nice and slow, shouting out, you never know. Like just the idea of Greg. It's so good. That it's so good <laughs> and and and, th and that you that uh that listening to the greg cody show with greg cody is what gets you get, gets people going you know yeah listen to the greg cody show. <laughs> very happy with how that one went yeah that was that was terrific dude that 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 slaps it's like it's like good rock it's like that's like good rock and it's like catchy it's like got all the this one really was fun good. this one was a whole lot of fun and uh ma major thanks to my buddy from high school matthew kelso he uh he stepped in on that guitar solo i can't play like that and he can so he did he did a great job so thanks to him where do people support that where do people support that uh yetiblanc.com you can find all the links to either buy it directly um get it uh, you can you buy it directly from me um or get it on itunes or you can just download it stream it on spotify amazon wherever you want you can pre-order it now on monday but it's a, it's available for full streaming everywhere tuesday on the 18th so tuesday this tuesday, tuesday. yetiblanc.com tuesday <laughs> Are you a morning man? Go to yetiblanc.com right now. Plus, you can get morning man shirts and hats over at shop.thegregcodyshow.com right now. You can go right now. And with free shipping on everything, morning man stuff, nice hats, etc. From now through Friday, yetiblanc.com for the music, shop.thegregcodyshow.com for the merch. Free shipping now through Friday. Go, go, go. Yeah. That uh that that was absolutely terrific. And what a great follow-up to uh last year's big hit, Pebble Drive. Pebble Drive was was very biographical about me and it literally brought me to tears. And this song, it's just a banger and it's funny and, and it's uh it's just terrific. I'm I'm so thrilled with the way it came out. Congrats, Yeti. Thank you. This one's going to be great at the funeral. <laughs> yeah, it really will. And you know it, yeah. baby, and you know it. <laughs> As you're lowering him down into the casket, down into the ground. <laughs> and you know it, baby. Your funeral, people what are going to think, go, man. People are gonna think you're the biggest narcissist ever. They're like, why does he have all these songs that are like about him? <laughs> What was this podcast Streeters called? Greg Cody killed the radio show as, as the procession's walking right. in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if 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 me thinking Mina Kimes is going to name her firstborn after me didn't give you the idea that I'm narcissist, <laughs> then maybe this song did. Um, no, it wasn't my idea to include me in the song. It was Yeti inviting me, yeah. so I didn't say write a song about me. Yeah, there's like 42 songs before this one like this is not the, the this is not the straw that broke the camel's back okay that's that's fair comment um we should go to I, break i will say yeah yeah you want to go to break or, or you All will right. say okay. you will say no no i i was gonna veer off into into a tangent but oh. uh, uh i love that song so much that if we want to play it again at the end of the show that'd be cool with me <laughs> wow a little, little gratuitous but yeah <laughs> that'd be cool with him though yeti it'd be okay with it Let's go to break. Let's go. Uh, you're, you're the worst. Well, what's wrong with gratuity? Tip your waiter.
And you know it, baby, and you know it. And you know it, baby, and you know it. Guys, sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. Go there right now. Continue to help sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg because they have been helping us. Those mattresses, Colin said that they sold a bunch last week and multiple people saving up to $400 on a mattress. Guys, that's a lot of, that's a lot of quiche to be saving on a mattress. Okay. Greg Cody sleeps on one every night. I sleep on one every night. We are mattress people. We've been changed. We None of us used to give a shit about our mattresses. And now we're mattress experts because of Sheets and Giggles. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. Promo code CRUISE. C-R-U-I-S-E for 20% off or up to $400 off of a mattress. Go do it right now. Greg Cody. Am I right? Who needs me? Yeah. No, you're right. It's been a lovely cruise and it's been a lovely mattress. I mean, the every night. I say, it's been a lovely mattress when I wake up. So that's how you good You say it that is. at night when you wake up. <laughs> uh, both. I say it at night. It's like a prayer. I say it at night when I go to sleep. And then when I wake up, I say it again. I imagine it's been you a lovely say, mattress. You, you punctuate everything in your life with, it's been a lovely meal. It's Correct. been a lovely <laughs> sexual experience. <laughs> well, you know, you're getting a little personal now, but. I'm on record saying I want uh, Jimmy Buffett to come on the Levitard show on my last Hell ever yeah. appearance and sing oh. me off. And Whoa. if he'll uh, if he'll do that on our show, Jimmy, if you're listening, if he'll do that on our show, that'd be even better. So thank you in advance. Let me put some science behind this too, though. Speaking of, uh, it's been a lovely um, sexual experience. The better night's sleep you get, the more likely your testosterone is to recharge. That that that's when your your body produces the most testosterone is while you're sleeping. So if you want to be a morning man and have better chances to be a morning man, a good night's sleep on a, sh- a mattress f- mattress from Sheets and Giggles is the way to go. Baby, so go to sh- sheetsgiggles.com/greg promo code cruise and be a morning man like Greg Cota used to be. <laughs> exactly. So. We um we teed off that song with uh, a snippet from the Levitard show talking about nocturnal meandering and everything. And when I heard uh, Levitard's voice, and I hadn't heard it in a while because he's been off the show um, on one of his many vacations. But many, <laughs> when I heard the voice, it, it reminded me how much fun I had last week sitting in the show in the main studio with Pablo Torre and David Sampson. What a delight that was! I. They both thought it was great. I thought our chemistry was great. And I I can tell you that it has been a long time since I left the studio after a Tuesday, having had such a pleasurable time. But was the show good? I think the show was really good. Yeah, I do personally. No, I I do too, actually. I I thought it was it was one of the better shows of the week for sure. Um, yeah, I don't, Yeti, that, I'm, I'm curious what yeah. you think, because you, you guys can both be honest. I mean, if you thought it was not a good show, let me know. But Pablo and I and David Sampson all independently said to each other, man, that was really good. We, I really enjoyed that. You know, comments like that. What did you guys think? No, it was good. It was good. I listened, I listened to all the episodes this week, um, and enjoyed them all. I, th- I think, you know, even with the chaos, you know, especially Monday, getting everything really kind of lined up and ready to go, it was a little more chaotic, but but Pablo's really good at transitioning for and threading topics together. If you can do that really well, then then I think you, you're going to be able to have at least a decent show. And then by Tuesday, things were running uh, up and running a little bit better. You know, people had been in the studio together for a couple of days at that point. You were there and you've got rapport with both Pablo and 
David. So I mean, it it yeah, right. it played well. It, it, it was it, a, it was a good week of shows for for you know half the half the show or more than half the show to be not there. It was a really good week of shows. It, right. It, it was it it was it was it because you were able to get through the New York Times conversation without anyone undercutting your journalism career. <laughs> uh, it, it, that was probably part of it. Honestly, uh, Levitard, and and look, if, if what I'm about to say sounds like a criticism of, of Levitard, it isn't. It, it's in this case, it's a compliment of Pablo and David. They both brought me in to topics and conversations in a way that was very respectful of my opinion, which I don't always get in that room, if, if I'm being very honest. And an example is with uh, with what's happening with the New York Times uh, and, and me being with the Miami Herald. It was very appropriate that I had uh, a say on that matter. I'm not sure if I would have if Dan had been there, because as someone who used to work for a newspaper, Dan would have had strong and very good opinions about that. And I'm not sure if he would ever have ever come to me. And and it felt very good to be included so much, you know, to to have to be able to say things that were serious, uh, to be used for more than missing a hard network out. Uh, it felt very good to be able to say things that weren't goofy that uh, were serious and taken seriously. And that was a, that was a pleasant change. I've always told Dan, I don't care about the, the hard network out joke. Uh, I don't care being the butt of that joke if, and when it happens, but it it's important to me to have that balance. I have to have a few minutes in every Tuesday where I get to be serious or talk about something where I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not being laughed at or disrespected. And, and that really was the case with Pablo and David. And I thank them both. I thank them both by text. And, and I thank them again on my air because it felt very, very, very good that day to be in the studio. The New York Times thing, not shocking, but it made me sad. Are you speaking for you? I'm just glad that I was able to say that here. I just really wanted to, to say that. Okay. I'm not sure what that meant. He, he's thanking you for giving him room to share his opinion on the matter. Yeah. Okay. And and what do you think beyond that? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Yeti, what, do you think, what do you think of what's but happening I'm just with glad the New York that, Times? I'm glad that we had that balance, though, in my character okay. in today's show on the Levitard, on the Greg Cody show. So okay. Thank you. Am, am I being wrong? Am I'm I text being, you uh, after the show. Thank you for that, for, for allowing me to say that without mocking me. Okay. Well, why are you mocking me now? Because I think that you don't get the show, is what I think. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, so you don't think I, you don't think I have the right to feel like I should maybe get to be and speak a little bit more seriously every once in a while on a Tuesday. That's like, that's overreaching. No, I'm there just to miss hard networks out or what? You should go ahead. Do it. Be serious. I mean, I get the show. Whatever. Let's just move on. I don't want to like, there's nothing I'm going to say here. Everything's you're just going to get your, like you, you're sensitive about this type of thing. So let's just, okay. Let's All keep right. it moving. Well, go, go say something then. No, go ahead. See, now I'm, now you've upset me. And yeah, so Fred, what you're trying to say is, <laughs> okay, here we go with that again. Okay. Okay. I know exactly what I'm trying to say, but Christopher is, is not hearing it particularly uh, well, but that's okay. Boy, this has gotten to an awkward point, hasn't it? <laughs> I knew it would. Dad, I, I all right, I'll say, all right, bring up. I'll just say what, Dad, I think that the parts of that show with David and Pablo that you're like, thank God I got to do that, were probably one of the, and it's not just you, what everyone did, like, it was the, one of the more forgettable segments of the show. So, like, who knows, those segments might have been better with Dan there, because there would have been more tension. Like, you know, they're they're not as close with you at that 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 dan is so they don't feel as comfortable as to like you know needle you as much as dan does so 
in a spot, they're just going to be like, Greg, your thoughts. And then there's just going to be a minute of talking and you enjoy that and you feel like, oh man, I'm really glad that, but I don't know if it, the show is better for it. I'm going to be honest a minute ago. You might be right there, Chris, because a minute ago when Greg first brought this up, I was conflating the New York times story about getting rid of their sports department with the Northwestern story. That's, that's where right. my brain was going. That was the more memorable part of the week was the discussion on the Northwestern story. Yeah. Um, than, than the New York Times. So maybe Chris was right that, and this has nothing to do with you, Greg, just that that whole topic was, I guess, less I mean, Dad, memorable. Did, did you feel like what you brought on that, on that New York Times article was like, like that was a great conversation. Like we, we said stuff there that it was just, you were just kind of like, yeah, that was, it was sad, but not surprising. And like, it was just like, yeah, okay. I don't think there's, uh, I think it's rare on any show on anybody's air where anything is said that is particularly groundbreaking or uh, illuminating. Well, I think when, we're all just, when it's groundbreaking and illuminating, that's when you're like, man, this is a good comment. Like, I'm really glad that we brought this up as opposed to I'm, just I'm like, not saying we, I'm not saying we, we broke any ground. Uh, I'm just saying that I liked the, I preferred the balance of, of how Pablo and David uh, integrated me onto the show right. more so than I typically do when Dan's in there. That's all. And I thought that that segment that made you feel that way was very forgettable. See, that's why I didn't want to have this guy like, that's it. That's it's not like, and it wasn't, I'm not just saying because of what you said. I just thought as a whole, like, no, it was just kind of like, Hey, this New York times thing, this happened. Here's the thing. That's not great podcast material. You know what thing like, rhymes with Burger King. Don't you have something to say about Burger King? <laughs> I, I do right after I'm done making my point. <laughs> there we go. You're never gonna you're, you're never gonna wow listeners when you tell them we're about to talk about the travails of the New York Times and about what a great job the Northwestern School Paper is doing. That's those aren't subjects that are gonna wow people, but they're important subjects that need talking about. All right, that's all. Then we did it. Good job. Yay okay. us. See, I I should have I should have trusted my instincts. In, in fact, I said to you off the air, I'd like to talk about what a great time I had uh, in the studio last week, and I don't want to come off as I'm criticizing Dan. Should we even talk about it? And you said, yeah, let's go ahead. And now what do you think? I mean, I think it's Mr. Been... Producer. <laughs> that kind of thing. Now what do you Burger think? King. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Christopher is so mad at me right now. I'm not mad. It's just, let's just moving it. Keep it going. Just... Okay, all right. I'm trying so hard not to say Greg what Greg was trying to say. I am fighting every instinct. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, if you can say what I was trying to say better than I did, please do say it because I just don't know that Chris was getting you were just we'll put it this way. Back when 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 we released Pebble Drive last year, you talked about being able to uh uh throw a variety of pitches, something like that. Like right. like showing range. And I felt that's all you were trying to get across was that like yeah, thank it you. was nice to you know, it, you know, yes, I still got hit with the hard network out. That's what I'm there for for part of the time but it was nice to be able to throw in a couple of like serious things as well i enjoy that myself on this show is like most of the time i'm just right. here to laugh and to be goofy and and stuff like that but we've hit a couple of topics that i've you know lit my hair on fire about and i've loved it it's great it's something right. i don't want to do all the time but it's fun to do occasionally i actually think you did accurately say what I was trying to say, quite frankly. <laughs> Greg explaining. I like the pitching analogy. And what I would say is you got a great changeup. Your, your changeup is so good. And you want to throw your fastball a lot. 
but you throw like 92 miles an hour. Okay, that's faster than some. And in this, in today's, like, it's just, it. you want to live with that fastball? Go for it. Okay. And another veiled criticism by Christopher. I think you could be, I think you're like an all-star pitcher when, you, when you're really working that changeup. Yeah. Like, that's when you reach all-star level. Okay. Yeti uh, had it more accurately than you in terms of summarizing my appearance on Tuesday's show. And, um, and, and what I'm saying and trying to say is that uh, Levitard pigeonholes me in a certain role, and Pablo and David did not have that preconceived stereotype of me and allowed me to be me, allowed me to be a, clo- a closer version to my whole self than I get to be on most Tuesdays. That's all I'm saying. That kind of thing. We have spent nine minutes on this conversation, too, though. <laughs> You can uh, you can edit out all the awkward stuff and turn it into 30 seconds. But seriously, uh, have you guys heard about what's happening in in Thailand with Burger King? Because this is hopefully not my way. Hopefully not singing my way. No, no. Uh, Burger King Thailand announced via its social media channels that it was promoting a new menu item uh, called the cheeseburger. Okay, but here's the twist: there's no meat in this cheeseburger. In between. The two pieces of bun are 20 slices of American cheese. That's all. They describe it as the real cheeseburger. And it's uh, the, the uh, cheese slices are placed cocktail napkin style. And, and it's about this thick. It's 20, 20 slices of cheese is about two, three inches thick. And uh, the, the Thai uh, coin is called the bot, B-A-H-T. And it costs 109 bots or $3.13. Uh, the suggested side item is a side of cardiologist. So that's uh, that sounds like a really terrible item. This looks delightful. It's just a grilled cheese sandwich. You, it's just a grilled cheese. Right. And I love a grilled cheese. Like, I could do this. Would you eat that? I mean, it's it's probably obviously, like, terrible for you. But, yeah, I could eat this. I could take a bite out Would of this. You? Is it American cheese or is it sliced, like, like Kraft singles? It looks delightful. I think it's, is that, is there a difference? Isn't Kraft Singles an American cheese? Yeah, that looks closer to Kraft Singles. No, because I think just if you, you can go buy like American cheese and it's closer to, to your like kind of cheddar cheese. I love slice the way that they did the cocktail napkin thing. It makes it look a lot better. Yeah. With the flaps everywhere. It makes it look much, much better. I love cheese. I love a grilled cheese sandwich. I am not sure if I would eat that yeah. because I don't know. I don't know how you get it so that the cheese right in the middle is also melted. I don't. I, I don't see how you simultaneously melt a cheese stacked twenty high. I don't. I don't know how technologically they would. do I guarantee that. it's not feel- stacked that way in real life, though. Like Burger King, if Burger King Thailand is anything like Burger King USA, they have, they have the biggest disparity between the images of their food and what you actually get. Yeah. It's, there's always a disparity. Oh, for sure. But I've found the greatest disparity with Burger King's food. Well, I I guarantee you, Burger King in America. We'll never have that product. So if it looks good to you, fly to Thailand immediately and get it while you still can. <laughs> it's only 109 baht. So uh, that's that's quite a bargain. Um, a botkin. That's only $3.15. Yeah. Isn't that great? I mean, like, that's about how much it should cost. Like, you made it seem like 109. 109 baht. You just wanted to say bot? Say it. 109 yeah, baht. Okay, but it's not B-O-T. Is it B-H-A-T or B-A-H-T? It's B-A-H-T. Bot, yeah. I looked that up. That's the equivalent of $3.15, so it's about... But let's not say bot, let's say bot. Bot. 
Let's all say in unison, let's say bot. Ready? Three, two, one, bot. bot. You didn't you're, say it in unison. You're a pain in my butt. Yeti was late, and Christopher <laughs> never even said it. What? Nothing. What did he say? <laughs> a pain in the bot? Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, how about the award-winning dad jokes and three facts, Jack? We should get to that fairly soon, shouldn't we? Go for it. Which one first? Regale us with your dad jokes, Greg. Dad <laughs> jokes, number three. Where do writing utensils go on vacation? Pennsylvania. Correct. Boom! I was just thinking to myself, it's been a while since one of you got one right. What's a cow's favorite musical note? Dead air. Bzz. Beef flat. <laughs> dumb. So dumb. Number one. What two farm animals are the most famous painters? Van Gogh. That's one. Vincent Van Gogh. Vincent Van Gogh and... Vincent Van Greg Coat. Pablo Picasso. Pablo Pig. Pablo Pig Casso. That's correct. Oh, see, I went Pablo pig. I went Picasso. Pi I didn't get it right. It's Pig Casso. I went Picasso. No, you got it wrong yeah. then. Yeah, I went it's with Pablo of pig. pig Casso and Vincent Van Goat. Right there. And now, the award winning Three Facts Jack. There are three things that interest him. So sit right back for Three Facts Jack. This is the food edition of 3FJ. Number three. <laughs> <coughs> Damn it, now I have to make that shirt. <laughs> Betty Crocker was a fictional character made up, so letters sent to General Mills asking cooking questions would be answered by supposedly a woman. The all-male staff at the time thought Betty sounded wholesome, while Crocker was the surname of the company's recently retired director. To this day... When General Mills headquarters in Minnesota gets calls asking to speak with Betty Crocker, and they do, there's always a Betty Crocker standing by to answer. Number two, the world's most unusual, longest lasting cheese is so hard it is chewed like gum. And because of long fermentation that dehydrates it, it can last and be safe to eat without refrigeration for up to 20 years. Oh. They love it in remote villages deep in the Himalayas. From Nepal, it's Chirpy. That's spelled C-H-H-U-R-P-I. That sounds like a very marketable cheese. Like just the name, Chirpy. Chirpy. But I don't know if we'd be able to sell it. But Chirpy, put that on your burger, Himalayas. <laughs> yeah, a Chirpy burger. Number one, Eggos, the original and still iconic frozen waffle, began with a different name. Created in the 1930s by three brothers from San Jose, Ego began as a brand of mayonnaise and soon after the product line expanded to include powdered waffle mix. But when the frozen food industry took off in the 1950s, the brothers took advantage of the rush to the freezer aisle by inventing the waffle iron and creating frozen waffles. But the new product, when it debuted in 1953, was not called Eggos, but Froffles, a portmanteau of the words frozen and waffles. Lego my froffle? It didn't stick. Froffles became Eggos two years later. How about that? I, I really love the idea of Greg trying to parlay Three Facts Jack into becoming the next Paul Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? And now you know the rest of the story. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Lego my froffle. All right. Christopher, no comment? That was awful. Uh, you know, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fair. Awful does run with awful. I'm honestly just watching the opening round of the American Century Celebrity 
golf tournament like that I missed out on this year. Oh my god! So I'm just like I'm just like with anger. Maybe that's why I, that's why I got a little snippy with you earlier because I'm just mad that I'm not there. <laughs> You've been taking yeah. it out on Greg all week. You I have, have a question for you. I have a question for you. See, last week I thought this was really cool. You you referenced Jeremy Taché a couple times. You you're like we should have Tim Kirkshen on or Jeremy Taché. And then you referenced like a stat that Jeremy threw out later as well. And I texted him. I was like, I was editing the episode or I was listening to the episode and it was, it was before it came out. And I was like, it was really cool how Chris was like referring to you like and things that you've said as opposed to like Craig Mesh or something like that. That's really cool. And then he gets to Tahoe and just yeah. dances all over you. Has that ruined his opportunity of ever being on this show again? Yeah, he's dead to me. <laughs> no, you know, I, I, I'm not even going to blame Jeremy. It's above his head. He was he was sent there as my replacement. It wasn't his decision. My beef is with the higher ups. <laughs> but don't think I didn't be? don't think I didn't enjoy the stiff content that Jeremy put out. I'm kidding. It was fine. Beef with the higher ups. <laughs> is that what that well, song is? No, bring me a oh. higher love, Chris. I went to. They sent me to Tahoe once, and I never went back. Yeah, <laughs> Yeti. Do you think that there's any like the, you're not a big country guy? I've been thinking all weekend that there's got to be a Jake Owen like Stugatz parody song. I had never heard of Jake Owen before this week. Never. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a country singer, right? A barefoot blue jean night. Yeah, you don't know barefoot blue jean night? That's a that's a popular one. No, they say country superstar, and I'm like, I've never heard of him. But that no, he's really he's got a stolen lyric from Elton John. Blue Jean Baby. He's got a ton of hits. He's a legit yeah. like top tier country guy. He's from he's from Vera Beach, if I remember if I Is he? looked it up correctly. Yeah. I wonder if he knew Nana and Pop. Wonder if he in knew Village Uncle Green. Dick. It's like Uncle Dick is like in the front row of every show at every bar when <laughs> he's right. first starting out. <laughs> Christopher, get Jake Owen on the phone. Ask him if he knows Uncle Dick. <laughs> Now, J- is Jake Owen, does he, I don't know ex- what he looks like. Does he look like Aaron Rodgers yeah. enough to mistake them? I mean, they're, really? they're, 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 they're not the same size. Like, he should have known. But Stugatz is a small guy, so everybody is larger to Stugatz. But no, they're, they're, if you look at their hairstyle. 30 yards, like, 40 yards, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like for sure. But he had a 20-minute conversation with him face-to-face. <laughs> That's and like why a wouldn't detailed- Jake Owen correct him? Because he just at first was like, what's going on here? And then he was like, oh, I'm just going to lean in. I love the fact they did that. I also love the fact that Samson was so perplexed and confused as to what is real and what isn't. It's like, dude, it's Stugatz. What are you talking about? We could not make this up. (laughs) That is is pretty remarkable. I mean, it went viral, right? It was like... I, I I don't know that, but I read that it went viral. I I, I saw there was like Sports Illustrated did a piece on it. I saw. And who else? That's it. (laughs) That's it. Okay. And the Greg Cody show. They, yeah, there you go. I don't know if that qualifies as viral, but let's uh, just all take a nap right now, mid mid episode. I tell you, this this episode is going to need major tightening, and then it's still only going to be forty two minutes long. Let's all rub our faces <laughs> right now. <laughs> mm. I don't care how short it is. I really don't. That's what she said. Baby. That's what she said. I'm out of material. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. Anybody get anything? I don't want all this shit to get get in. <laughs> that that Levitard thing show thing was super awkward. <laughs> I'm 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 thinking we should edit all that out and make it like a 19 minute episode. Seriously. What do you guys uh, like? Maybe if if we want to end right now, we can. But I have had one thing. I don't know the what you know, people say. They're the Michael Jordan of of something. 
Yeah, I, I started you know, that conversation with the Levitard show. I, what's the opposite of that? Like, who's the pro athlete that's like the worst at everything? And what is your, who are you, what are you the blank? Yeah, what's like, the who, worst? Who that athlete is. I've been trying to think, like, who's the worst athlete ever? ever? But The uh, problem is there's not a consensus, right? There's not like. You're the David Sampson of. Oh. <laughs> of club executives. I didn't say that. Just the worst. You're a fine president. But like, like I, was, I was thinking of things like, you, you know what I'm really bad at is I don't know when people are drunk or high. I don't know. I, I usually can't tell. Like, Chris, I, you had drinks at Moss. But like, if I didn't know you, if I didn't know, if, if I just met you for the first time and didn't know you drank or anything like that, I would not have known. Me and my dad sounded sober on the cruise episode to you. Most of it. Yeah, I know. We yeah. actually were fine. Like there was only like one or two times that we like recorded pretty slothed. I, I, I guarantee just knowing, you know, given context, I know I've talked to plenty of people who were like, you know, stoned or, 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 or drunk or, or otherwise. But I, if, if I'm not thinking about it, I'd never be able to tell. My neighbor came up to me the other day. My wife's like, he was so drunk. And when he was talking yeah. to him, I'm like, I had no idea. I, I just, it's just not something I've got a, I've got a nose for. Yeah. I can, I can never tell. Um, sometimes my wife will say to me, Oh, I heard it in your voice. I can never hear it. You know, <laughs> after I've had a few beers, I can never hear it in my own ear, but the wife is like, Oh yeah. You know, there's some superpowers she has or something. Cause you're a deaf old man. Greg, if you can't tell when you're drunk, that's maybe the first sign that you have a problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't mean drunk, but even after just a few beers, you know, but no, I can't. Uh, I You're can't a deaf old man, Greg Cody. I am deaf. That's true. I am <laughs> deaf. Um, I think the only time we recorded drunk on that cruise was uh, when we were at the 70s disco thing, yeah. which was very late at night after, mm -hmm. you know, failing to get on a roulette table and because of the squatters, because of the squatters. Yeah. Exactly. And blah, blah, blah. I think that was the only time, really. People are in love with your disco call. Like, you've got a really good one. What do you mean? What do you mean, disco call? Oh, oh. You do it better than me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you do it better no, one I like than I that. do. And yeah, that, do that, it. We had lots of comments on, online about, about your disco call. I didn't even know it was called a disco call. I didn't know what that was. That might You might be the Michael Jordan of the disco call. I, I, <laughs> Greg, that is actually like, one, one of Greg's, one of something you are really good at is in a song that's randomly playing, doing accoutrements to the song like as it's right. going on like yeah right. like <laughs> that kind of yeah, thing right. yeah like <laughs> that's right i think i would you know how um what do they call them the 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 hype guys or something like in in a rap troupe where there's five or six guys on stage it's greg cody hype man <laughs> i would be the be... hype guy that'd be funny like lil wayne went on tour and greg <laughs> cody was his hype man that's right Saying fact, that would, kind of thing would, in the background. <laughs> I say that 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 that, that kind of thing. <laughs> eh, eh, and you know what? Exactly. That kind of thing. Quite a bit. And you know it. I'd be doing that like after every word. Quite a bit. And you know it, baby, and you know it. Take us out, Greg. And you know it, baby, and you know it. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode. It was a weird one. It was very strange, this episode. Congrats again to Mina Kimes and Greg Kimes to be. And we'll see you all next week. Same time, same channel, Daddy O.
Okay, before we end this episode, we can't end it like this. Okay, I'm going to be very honest with you all. Um, I was dissatisfied with some of this episode because I felt like Christopher was distracted. I did not. Who needs me? I did not. I did. I needed you and you weren't there. Christopher's normally great on this podcast with me, both in, in everything he does. But in this episode, I was not satisfied. And the day after the morning after I called him and I said, well, you called me. Hold on. I feel like you're not setting this up properly. Okay. You called me the day after. Well, I got a text from my mom in the evening after we recorded on Friday. Okay. And my mom, your father has been in a just sad since the podcast. What's up with your dad? What happened during? And I'm just okay. like, what? I know this is weird. So I call pop, pop. I call my dad the next day. And he's just like, yeah, I didn't feel like the episode was good. I felt like, and he specifically said to me, I felt like you were distracted. Correct. And then, and then what did I tell you? Okay. Now this is unbelievable. I'm smiling right now because it is so unbelievably ludicrous what you said, what you admitted to. And I give you credit for admitting it to. Okay. I, I said it was a good read by you. I may have been distracted because I was playing an online poker tournament during the recording of the episode. During the recording of the episode, he is diverting his attention and his eyes to playing online poker. What a, a non-feasance, a malfeasance of duty. This is unbelievable. Now, it's in my defense... In my defense, I did not plan on still being in that tournament. I started, it was on Friday. I started around noon. We didn't record till four. I thought right. if I'm still in this tournament at four, then I'm, I'm profitable and we're making money. So it's a good problem to have. And I happened to still be in the tournament. And so I was, you know, killing two birds with one stone, as they say. Yeah. It's not professional. I'm not proud of it. I've never done it before. I genuinely apologize to you and the audience. I don't want people to think that I'm just totally half-assing this all the time, but I'm in my poker month. Once a once a year <laughs> during the World Series of Poker main event, usually in July, I get into poker and I play some tournaments online. I, I'm actually doing well. I won one, came in first place last week for three grand in an $11 buy-in. So it's like I'm doing well right now. I got the itch. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. It, it, it's just so ridiculous, though. It, it, and you know that it is. Yes. So this is it's it's not like we're having an argument here because what you did was absolutely a hundred percent right. Did did any part of you consider saying, Look, I'm in a poker tournament right now. Can we delay the recording for an hour? Can we can could, we put I it I off? Could, I thought I could kill two birds. Man, you mostly you killed the podcast as the bird you killed. Oh, it was fine. The audience loved the episode. Yeah. Maybe right. the part where we argued for twenty minutes wasn't great, but yeah, that's uh, yeah, that was awkward. But anyway, so I wanted to explain why I was upset, why I was depressed after the episode, why I was upset, quite frankly. And uh, and I found out and it was because my co-host and executive producer was playing online poker while recording the podcast. It's actually a good read by you because I've never really been distracted before. And the one episode I'm distracted right afterwards, you're like, felt like you were distracted. Well, I noticed it a couple of times. I mean, that one time when I'm talking about the, you know, I forget what it is, the 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 the, the cheeseburger with 20 slices of cheese on it or whatever that oh, was. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to you for something, for feedback, for a comment. And I see you 
you know, furtively uh, glancing down, obviously deciding whether to uh, go all in or whether to take another card. I don't know what you I were mean, deciding, th- but three facts, Jack, is always a tune out for me, but that's okay. just personal. <laughs> Even though 75% of listeners loved it. Okay. That kind of thing. That kind of thing. All right. Now we're going to end for real. Uh, Christopher's got to get way, back I've to his been, online poker. I've been playing a poker tournament during this recording as well. I I'm kidding. would not I'm kidding. doubt it in the least. I'm kidding. I'm going to make you sign a uh, contract that that uh, vows never to play poker again while recording my podcast. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to go watch the unveiling of Lionel Messi on a Sunday in Miami. In Miami, in Messiami is what we're going to begin calling this. We're super excited about it. We're super excited. We see, I am. It's <laughs> unbelievable. I'd rather not be going, but since I am going, it's going to I'm going to act like I'm super excited and I'm going to write it accordingly. So read it in the Miami Herald. And um and thank you all podcast fam. We will uh we will see you next week as always. Thanks much. Appreciate it. Thank you. That kind of thing. I'm all in. <laughs> yes, you are. You better be from now on. On the podcast, not in the game. Yeah, I meant in poker. That kind of thing. (laughs) All right.